A missing woman found living in a national forest reportedly wanted solitude and isolation. A manhunt is underway after a suspect flees the police with his pet tiger. And scientists have taught bees to smell the coronavirus. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on The Weird AF News. This is a daily weird news podcast recorded, hosted, produced by a comedian. Uh, some of the stories today will will be a little bit silly, maybe some, maybe funny, definitely educational. Let's get to it. The missing woman found living in a national forest reportedly wanted solitude and some isolation. There was a lady found living in a national forest in Utah. Reportedly, she told the police she was in need of an escape while maintaining her anonymity. The Utah County Sheriff's Office told Fox News the woman had been living off the land in Diamond Fork for about half a year because she wanted, quote, solitude and isolation. Yeah, who wouldn't want some solitude and isolation? The world is a mess. Insanity reigns. Have you been paying attention to mainstream news? That'll drive you up a wall. It'll drive you right out into the forest with your tent and your backpack and your little stove, your little propane stove, your little, <laughs> little bag of marshmallows, a little, bag, look up, little bag of marshmallows and some chocolate and some graham crackers. Next thing you know, you got some s'mores in isolation. You know, guys, you ever want to just leave the world and go have s'mores in the forest? I know how she feels. There are times when, when in our lives where we just feel like, hey, maybe I should pull like a Henry David Thoreau move and just build a cabin in the middle of the woods and just say bye-bye. Bye-bye traffic. Bye-bye pop music. Bye-bye terrible news. Bye-bye Dogecoin. So a press release was issued uh, yesterday, and it noted that this 47-year-old lady was reported missing by the U.S. Forest Service officials back in early November after they spotted what appeared to be her abandoned car and some camping gear in uh, an area called Spanish Fork Canyon. On May 2nd, a sheriff sergeant and drone pilot discovered the woman's tent not far from where her car was seen. Her motivation was in part for solitude and isolation, claims Sergeant Spencer. The woman was taken to a nearby medical center for a physical and mental health evaluation, since it appeared she had lost a considerable amount of weight and seemed physically weak. Yeah, she may have definitely lost some weight. Her mental health, though, I'm sure it's okay. She seems on point. I think the proper reaction to what's going on in the world right now is escape and isolation. <laughs> Just most of us don't have the balls to act upon the impulse to isolate and escape reality. But this woman did, and kudos to her, <laughs> you know? I'm sure she's fine in the brain, but, you know, we need to get a, some tacos in her, maybe some pizza. She clearly didn't prepare for her, her trek out into the forest to live forever among the trees and the wildlife. Um, I mean, if I was going to do this, I would have to uh, really, really prepare. Uh, I'd have to learn, of course, how to make a fire on my own. That's not easy. I mean, yeah, with a lighter or matches, I can do it. But, you know, you got to learn how to do it the raw way, you know, without anything. Like you see in those, uh, in those YouTube videos. 
the article says, despite having some mental health struggles, the woman was released a day later. She was provided food and new items of equipment that should help her survive the wilderness for a little while longer, according to the media. It's, wow. In other words, they didn't order her to go home or bring her to a shelter. They're like, yeah, you can go back out there. Let me get you some, uh, let me get you some steaks, maybe some dried meats, maybe. <laughs> get you a new tent, lady. How about that? Would you like a dog? We'll give you a dog. Perhaps a pet owl? <laughs> what do you need to survive out in the wild? <laughs> One of those ham radios? How about that? What about cell phone service? Did they build her a Verizon tower right there? It says, although the woman had struggled to find an adequate food supply over the winter, uh, the park services commended her resourcefulness in foraging grass and moss. Wow, this woman ate grass and moss all winter? By the way, she chose a strange month to go out there. November? You're like you're like really hitting the cold weather right away, right off the bat. You're not gonna, you know, wait until the summertime and maybe get your feet wet, learn how to live in the good weather. That way when the winter hits, you're kind of prepared for it. The media added that the woman's campsite was very well maintained and organized. Uh, they also shared that the woman is quite intelligent and in the past she's held highly respected jobs. I'm not surprised. She's very intelligent and has had a highly respected job because her response to the madness of the world is actually pretty rational. Uh, and you got to be intelligent enough to uh, act upon it and do it successfully. Well, this was her first round, so we saved her. We put her back out there for round two. Let's see how long she goes now. You go, you anonymous lady Henry David Thoreau. I'm pulling for you. A manhunt is underway after a suspect flees the police with his pet tiger. A manhunt is on in Houston, Texas. Police are searching for a 26-year-old suspect who allegedly fled police along with his pet tiger. The suspect, Victor Hugo Cuevas, is out on bond for a separate murder charge and now faces a charge of evading arrest. Well, what about the tiger? There must be a charge attached to that. Well, maybe it's okay to have a tiger in Texas. There's a lot of wild uh, animals in Texas. Late Sunday, a neighbor said he called the police after spotting the tiger roaming around his neighborhood. Oh, that's not good. When the police arrived, the owner put the tiger in an SUV and drove off. After a brief pursuit, the suspect got away. He got away with his tiger. Imagine just chucking your tiger into an SUV. Just get in the passenger seat, Randy. If your tiger's name was Randy, hop in. Let's go. I mean, how do you get a tiger inside your car? Just throw a stake through the window. Here's a quote from a commander of the Houston Police Department. My main concern is focusing on finding him and finding that tiger. What I don't want him to do is harm the tiger. We got plenty of places we can take that tiger and keep it safe and give it a home for the rest of its life, in fact. You know, a lot of time people get desperate and they do silly things. <laughs> we want to get them and get the tiger, get that tiger to a safe place. Well, this guy, this commander really gives a shit about the tiger, the whereabouts of the tiger and getting that tiger to a safe place and into the, into the arms of a nice caring family. <laughs> Anybody want to take care of this here tiger? You got to take it away from the suspect. Give it a nice home. Got some children? Maybe you want a pet tiger for your backyard. Borza who's the commander, claims that the suspect Cuevas was 
out on bond related to a 2020 murder charge, adding that his bond would now be revoked. He said it's illegal to have pet tigers in the city of Houston, by the way, and that police do not know how this guy purchased this animal. Well, you know, you never know when that animal's going to turn on you. They're pretty pretty uh, to look at, but they're, you know, they're expensive. Expensive to keep them, expensive to feed them, and of course they could turn on you. You don't know what's going to happen. If that tiger was to get out and start doing some damage yesterday, I'm sure one of these citizens would have had to shoot that tiger, and we don't want to see that at all. You know, it's not the animal's fault. It's the breeder's fault. It's unacceptable. And, you know, it just shouldn't be happening on the Houston streets, I tell you right now. It shouldn't be happening. I agree with you, Commander. A video taken by residents over the weekend shows a confrontation between an off-duty police officer and the tiger in question. It was uh, it was very scary because this is a very family-oriented community, and you see lots of kids and there's babies strolling around, people taking their pets, the dogs, walking them. The first thing I thought was to alert the community about this tiger so everybody would stay home and avoid the tiger. That was John Ramos, who lives in the neighborhood. There are actually more captive tigers in the U.S. than in the wild. There's 5,000 captive tigers in the United States, according to the World Wildlife Fund. And only about 4,000 tigers in the actual wild. That's crazy. That's just, that's not okay. I, I bet a lot of them are in Texas as well. Maybe this wasn't a tiger. Maybe it just was a big, like, house cat. You know, I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, right? Scientists have taught bees to smell the coronavirus. It's the sound of science. We're doing a scientific article about bees. I'm crazy about bees. I love them. They're so important. I had no idea they could smell. I guess I thought that they were attracted to the flowers by the the brightness of them. You know, because sometimes you'll wear a bright orange or yellow shirt and a bee will just kind of hang out with you, like come at you. I always assumed it's because the color of the shirt attracted the bees. Apparently they could smell, which makes sense. I should have known. Scientists in the Netherlands have actually trained some bees to identify COVID-19 through their sense of smell, it says here. The research was conducted on more than 150 bees in Wageningen University's Bio-Veterinary Research Laboratory. The scientists trained the bees by giving them a treat, a sugar water solution, every time they were exposed to the scent of a mink infected with COVID-19. Each time the bees were exposed to a non-infected sample, they wouldn't get a reward. Eventually, the bees could identify an infected sample within seconds and would then stick out their tongues like clockwork to collect that sugar water. As you probably know, bees aren't the uh, first animals to detect COVID-19 by scent. Researchers have also trained dogs to distinguish between positive and negative COVID-19 samples from human saliva or sweat with fairly high levels of accuracy. A small German study found that dogs could identify positive COVID-19 samples 94% of the time. That's huge. That's very successful. Uh, This is because metabolic changes from the coronavirus make an infected person's bodily fluids smell slightly different than those of a non-infected person. Oh, I was wondering how that worked. I assumed it had to do with smell. Researchers are still not sure whether animals are the best bet for sniffing out COVID-19 cases outside the laboratory, though. Here's a quote from a veterinary neurologist. 
No one is saying they can replace a PCR machine, but they could be very promising. That's it. That's the end of the quote. It was <laughs> a PCR machine is the machine that you that you you use in a laboratory to uh, detect COVID on a swab, either a nasal swab or a mouth swab, in case you're keeping score at home. It says here that at the very least, certain animals could be useful for identifying COVID-19 in places or countries in which high-tech laboratory equipment is scarce or inaccessible. These Wagoningen scientists, for instance, are actually working on a prototype of a machine that could automatically train multiple bees at once, then use their skills to test for coronavirus aerosols in the surrounding environment. Wow, this is tremendous. Putting bees to work. Although it would seem to me that the bees already have a very important job in our world of pollinization, which is so important. You know, it's a major contribution to our food chain and all of that. So maybe let's get like ants on the case. Like ants don't seem to be doing anything. I mean, they're doing work, but they're just, it's very busy work. It doesn't seem to be very productive for the rest of us. So maybe we can get the ants involved in the COVID-19 detection space and keep the bees doing what they normally do, which is very important for all of us to survive. I mean, that's just my suggestion. I'm not, I'm not a scientist, but you know, I mean, I'm trying to contribute. Another weird AF news episode in the books as we near episode number 1000, which is coming up very soon. I'll have to do something special. Uh, I have an update, by the way, to the, um, the fugitive with the tiger story. I recorded that yesterday, uh, late afternoon, early evening and, uh, to be released today. And, uh, this morning I noticed an update they actually caught the fugitive guys, but the tiger is still on the loose. And if you have any information, you are urged to contact Houston Police Department. Uh, so if you happen to be in the area, just, just be careful, man. There's a tiger just running around somewhere. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, check the sauna. I mean, you never know where you might find a tiger these days. They... <laughs> They like meat, so uh, if you happen to have meat on your person, just watch out. Uh, maybe not buy meat from the supermarket for a little while. You know, just just buy some veggies. You know, get yourself some um, some cabbage and broccoli, and uh, you know, be go vegan for a week until we catch this tiger in Houston. <laughs> no, this is no laughing matter. This is a serious situation. A giant animal, a wild animal. There's so many wild animals in Texas. It's just it just blows my mind. Uh, okay, anyways, we're going to do the outro now. I apologize. That was just an update to a story. I don't often do that, but um, a little time had elapsed, and uh, I thought I would give you the... Try, just trying to be accurate, guys. Sometimes I'm not always accurate. Um, I, I just... I only have the information that I'm given, and uh, I do the best I can with it. Uh, if you guys would like to support the show, as always, you can join my Patreon. I would appreciate it if you checked it out, at least. It's Patreon. Dot com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash weird af news you can support the show and you also get access to a lot i mean a lot a lot of extra content there's so much stuff in there it's ridiculous it could take you weeks to get through that um so if you like the podcast and you would like some extra weird af media and whatnot a little more of me a little more of the show maybe um join the patreon and support if you'd like to call the show, 646-450-2012. Uh, 
And you can email me any stories that you come across. Or if you just want to say hello, check in on me. Um, give me an update on how you're doing. Uh, the email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at funnyjones, uh, where I try to kind of stay active. And uh, yeah, that's about it. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Uh, and uh, we're signing out. Is that what they say? Signing out. Oh, that's a strange thing to say. Bye. <laughs>